You're listening to Fame. It's like Fink, but with an M instead of an N, so it's Fame, a podcast for learning, an educational-ish podcast. This is episode 72, and I'm your host, Nicholas Rue. With me, as always, is our also host, Paul Vine. Okay, I wasn't sure if you were going to say my name or if I was going to say my name. So. We're uh, we're seventy two episodes in, and I'm still not sure. Yeah, I'm, it's it's you love to keep people guessing. You know, keep keep them a little. Other shows they have too much polish. They they you know they've they've rehearsed it too much. The intro is always the same. Yeah, you know this is a this is a do it yourself. <clears throat> this is really it's held together with um, tape. That we made ourselves. We we made the we made the tape. It's basically just cut up strips of paper with um, Elmer's glue on one side. Mm-hmm. We put if you put too much Elmer's glue on it, and then you raise the humidity of your house to about seventy percent, Elmer's glue doesn't dry all the way. So hey, it works hey, as Paul, tape. Yeah? How do you very specifically raise the humidity of your house? Um. Does so your what thermostat I, have a humidity setting where you can raise and lower it? N- no, I don't have one of those. What I like to do is I like to get all my pots and put them on the stove, fill them with water, turn them all on, uh, put a bunch of pots in the oven filled with water, uh, turn that on to 500. Um, How many pots do you have? Set your toilet on fire. <laughs> uh, you just want to get as much water boiling in your house as possible. And then, then you get the the strips, and, the, and then you make tape. Now and you do have to keep your house at a high humidity um, until you use the strips of tape. That's right. And some and somehow this this is not a pseudoscience episode. Yeah, this, this is this, this is uh, going to be for our uh, a night of the movies one hundred and two class, um, a class where, <clears throat> um, well, the, so so we're doing our, our Zoom sessions now. You know, and uh, and the, t- the teachers checked out. Yeah, totally checked out. Except you know, one day I'm you know I'm I'm there and I'm like you know I'm kind of paying attention. I'm putting in um, as much effort into that class as I am this, and um, then it's my cell phone goes off. And as Paul knows, my ringtone is just a loop of um, Sonic from Som- Sonic the Hedgehog, so not Sonic the Hedgehog. It's like Sonic with an M instead of an M, so it's Sonic the Hedgehog. That's my own character I'm working on. But um, so it's a it's a clip Nick's of Sonic. Deviant art will be included uh, at the end of the episode. Yeah, so if I, you want, I will be plugging my Deviant art, um, Sonic and Namuckles uh, slash fiction. Kamuckles? <laughs> Namuckles. It's like Knuckles, but with an M instead of an N. So it's Kamuckles. Kamuckles, yeah. Sorry, it's it's Knuckles, but with an M in addition to an N. So it's Kamuckles. Kamuckles. Yeah, so my, anyway, uh, back to the real story that happened to us. We were on the Zoom call. And real is mu- definitely the word I would use to describe mm-hmm, this story. Accurate. Call it, it's like a player from the early 2000s because it's real. Um, <laughs> <laughs> a sponsor for the episode, <laughs> real player. 
Um, so my, my, my ringtone goes off, and my ringtone is, as, as I said, as I began to say, a loop of um, Ben Schwartz as Sonic the Hedgehog in the new hit film, co-starring alongside of James Marsden, the new hit film um, Sonic the Hedgehog. Um, where he says gotta go fast so it's just a loop of gotta go fast and it's just, it gets louder and um, I didn't notice can, it can, can it get louder if it's a loop yeah well, um, yes it, it it starts out quiet and then so it goes like it goes gotta go fast gotta go fast like if it's a loop no 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 you you know this you've heard this all the time it goes gotta go fast gotta go fast gotta go fast gotta go fast Gotta go fast. Gotta go fast. Gotta go fast. Gotta go fast. You know, it's just, I don't, I, you know, I'm clipping right now. But so anyway, that happened in the middle of um, our Zoom call, and I was very embarrassed. And then the teacher was like, "You know what? This is." A, he's like, "You know what? If that's what you care about, let's. Um, we're we're gonna skip ahead in the. Le-. You know, he just turned back on. He was like, "Hey, like a, almost like a robot." Uh, so Dr. Movie Phone, our professor, uh, just just was like, hey, if that's what you is that's what you care about out there, then let's just skip ahead to our my lesson plan that I had. That was a little treat, but now it's going to be a punishment. It's um, <laughs> it's it's uh, video game movie adaptations, a, um, a, a, uh, a brave uh, journey from screen to screen. A thing that I'm sure most of our listeners know historically, uh, video game movie, movie adaptations have been really good, good. just really great. Um, Nick, as an aside, mm-hmm. uh, do you know what, do you know what my ringtone actually is? Um, is it um, Doctor Robotnik's assistant saying you're basic? He thinks you're basic. Oh my god! What a frustrating part of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, hold on. Let me see if I can't get this to play. Is it a full length, um, the the full length audio for an Olive Garden commercial? Hey fellas, did somebody mention Door to Darkness? That's your actual ringtone. Yes. Wow, I've never called you. Uh, I don't actually have my ringtone ever on, so nobody really knows that. But yes, it is a clip from the hit video game series Kingdom Hearts. Kingdom Hearts. Uh, shout out to um, Joe. Yeah, of uh, Mickey saying, say, fellas, did somebody mention the door to darkness and then the Kingdom Hearts uh, one theme song coming in, which honestly still slaps. And uh, the orchestral version that plays in Kingdom Hearts three brought me to tears at times. For anyone listening um, that hasn't heard our Kingdom Hearts episode, go check it out. It's a previous episode and uh, we pretty much cover everything to do with his Kingdom Hearts up to um, the... Is it Kingdom Hearts 3? Is that the new one? Yeah, we, we got up to, but not including 3 because uh, 3 it had not out come yet. out yet. Yeah, this was and like a precursor to 3. I assume nothing major happens in 3, right? Um, Literally the first 90% of Kingdom Hearts 3 is basically inconsequential. Um, though they did release some DLC that I have not gotten to play yet. Um, that also I've heard is inconsequential. But Well, you know, if it ever becomes consequential, we'll do another episode. Because we only talk about things of consequence on this podcast. Think. A podcast for con- consequence. Um, yeah, so the... 
I, th- I think that the 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 thing here is that the next couple movies that we will be discussing are going to focus on the oft maligned video game adaptations. Um, so I, I prepared for this segment by watching Resident Evil. Okay, I went a different and route. Oh. Resident Evil Apocalypse. Okay, is that number one and two, or are those kind it of bookends be, on the saga? It, it is. It is one and two. There are no numbers in the Resident Evil film series franchise. Okay, and it is, uh, Resident Evil Apocalypse is the one where Oscar Isaac plays a scary blue guy, right? That's X Men Apocalypse. That's based off of comic books, which are different from video games, Nick. You know this. Give me We've five ways this. in which they're different. I They're not electronic, <laughs> usually. Some are. I guess they're digital comics now. Hey, Actually, what's that movie? What's that movie where the whole thing is about making an electronic comic book? Is that big? Is big is, about... Making a comic book? No, there's like a there's a movie where the whole thing where the big like turn is that someone's brilliant idea is to make an electronic comic book, like it's like a choose your own adventure that's like an electronic comic book. Uh, is this a bit? No, this I I it might be a big. It's big. It's big. It it's big? big. Yeah, that's the okay. that's like the 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 second act. Well, I guess the beginning of the third act. The denouement is that he really. You know, comes into his own of the company by introducing the electronic comic book, which you can. Okay, I've never seen Big, starring uh, Tomathan Hanks. Let me uh, um, let me bring who, it down who, for you real quick. There's a ho- kid- wait. Hold up. Yes, Tom Hanks hosted the SNL Zoom call mm-hmm. that I predicted in the last episode. Yes, we we talked about how SNL was just going to start doing fucking SNL from home. Yes, we did. And and muscle in on like the streaming platforms, and literally the next day they announced it. Of course, I don't think that episode has come out yet. No, it has. Um, that was last it, weekend, or sorry, two weekends ago. It was okay. Was it two weekends ago? Yeah, I thought it was last weekend. I thought it was the one we did with Sarah. That one's not out yet. No, wait, 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 you you have to understand that um, the time time is a flat circle. The the way that we release these episodes are chronologically. So if it was uh, uh, mentioned on a previous episode, that episode is now out if this one's out. Oh, sorry. Let me be clear. At the time of recording this, that episode has not been released, but the SNL thing you has don't, happened. You don't need to confuse people. <laughs> I feel oh, like I need to I do... but I get it. You want to say it because you want credit that you I want, called yes. it. I don't want it to sound like after the SNL thing happened, we recorded an episode in which we predicted that it would happen. All right, so I'll just cut it out and put it on the Patreon. I, it's too late. It's already happened now. I Leave it in. I just want the record to state. Uh, we're going to have to do a whole primer or primer. I don't know. How do you pronounce the name of that movie? Um, the time, the I cool try time not to talk movie. about that movie. That movie's good. Yeah, it, time travel's it, weird. Is it good on a rewatch? Maybe not. It's okay. Time travel. Uh, sorry, primer. I'm gonna call it primer. Um, maybe it's primer. It's probably not. Um, the the book. Like if you give somebody a primer on something, uh-huh. that is a primer. Okay. According to you, I don't know that. It could be printer. It's like primer, but with an M, with an N instead of an N. So it's printer. So um. So uh. 
Primer, Primer, what the fucking time travel movies? It, that is the worst time travel movie. Every other time travel movie is better than that. No. Tell what? me, tell me a time travel movie that is worse than that. A time travel movie that is worse than a uh, Primer. Back to the Future I, Three. I know that's better. No, weakest um, in the franchise. Hot Tub Time Machine One or Two? No. They're close, but I'm sorry. Hot Tub Time okay, Machine wins. Okay, okay, okay. But those are different. It, Primer is not like a funny comedy time travel movie, yeah, which is what so most time it's travel movies. Worse. No, it's it's it has an interesting perspective on how. Oh, time just what works. everyone wanted—a gritty, realistic, serious time travel movie. I mean, I wanted that. Did you, you ever see the, Time Time Crimes? N- What's uh, the Time Cop? With Jean-Claude Van Damme? <laughs> I haven't seen Time Cop. I believe I have seen Time Crimes. That's the one with the... It's Spanish. And the guy has the bag <laughs> over his head. Um, oh, yeah, did yeah. you ever Did you ever see that movie uh, that I always forget the name of, but the plot of which is that people are paying money in the future to go back and visit um, events, like, like big disastrous events when they happen? This and, is a movie? Yes, yeah, it's like a a movie that was on like sci-fi um and what happens is a guy is a police or he's a uh news reporter who barely survives an explosion at a chemical plant um because he sees somebody in the building and he pauses to like try to figure out hey why is there a guy in this building that's on fire and he seems Mm -hmm. to be kind of cool with it um and then there's like an explosion that he would have been caught in if he Mm -hmm. did not stop and then like 10 years later or something like that he is on a plane um and he sees the same guy again and then the plane starts to go down um and the guy disappears and he he goes through and he realizes this guy's been at like the Hindenburg was on the Titanic um, was all these big disasters. Um, and then it turns out that it's a future agency that's like sending people back and like literally doing disaster tourism. Huh? Now the first part of that sounded like uh, the comic book origin story of the Joker. It could have been, it wasn't, but it could have been time Batman. Hey, speaking of um, comic books, speaking of um, video games. Yes. I started from the beginning. I refreshed myself on um, the first comic book movie ever made. I'm the sorry, first... video game movie <laughs> was ever like, made. That was not the assignment. Wait, what? <laughs> yes. No, video games. V- v- VG cats. Uh, they put the VG oh in cats. God. You know that guy draws porn of his video cats now? Didn't need to know that. Uh, yeah. Not surprised. I think he did it before. He just maybe didn't tell people. Uh, it definitely happened before. I, I, it, for, there was something going around Twitter the other day that somebody brought it up for, because we live in hell now and everybody loves to bring up like Control Alt Delete and Penny Arcade and like all the big video game web comics of the mid 2000s mid late 2000s the ones that you loved back in the day mm-hmm. the f- really funny um video game guy yelling at women except sometimes sometimes there's this the same. is loss yeah um so what did you watch 
Um, a little movie that you may know. As Mario Bros. Is it called Mario Bros? Mario Bros. Yeah, um, you know, the game that I, um, that has the, sorry, Super Mario Bros. How could I forget? I just, um, kind of forget that they're supposed to be super. Because they sure just seem like bros. But, um, this is a movie that I believe I've mentioned before at least once, possibly twice, that I used to have nightmares about as a kid. Is it because of the Goombas? It was the, um, the Goombas, which is confusing because in the video game, they are mushrooms. They're mushrooms. But in this, the Goombas and the Koopas are effectively the same, where they're lizard people. And so they're big, tall, like, large men in, 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 like, jackets. But then they have tiny lizard heads. Mm-hmm. Just tiny some... little, like, realistic-looking lizard heads. They look really good, honestly. They look. Um, I, a lot of people complained about the Andrew Garfield um, Spider-Man movie with Lizard because Lizard <clears throat> Lizard lo- looked just like uh, a Goomba from Super Mario Brothers. They look amazing. They also look really happy all the time. That's they the are, thing. They are always smiling, and I think that's what scared me. Is that because the nightmare I had was um, it, it took the form for some reason of black and white. Uh, security camera footage of a warehouse where there was a scientist in a lab coat and then one of these Koopas, I'm sorry, Goombas, and the Goomba would um, operate a forklift in an attempt to help the scientist and then accidentally murder him by running him over. Okay. He doesn't, like, drop a box on him, right? No, it's just these giant things with the tiny heads are bad at driving. I mean... That makes sense. They, based on how close their eyes are together, and the how sunken they in they are, it seems like they probably have really bad uh, peripheral vision. And, and yet like somehow three D. Oh, for sure. That, this 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 uh, this creature did not own or did not earn its driver's license. However, it seems like they can. They sure can play a little harmonica. I mean, that's why their heads are so tiny, is to play the harmonica. Just a, just a tiny... They got big mouths, but tiny heads. It's probably like a normal... Maybe slight... Their mouths are probably slightly larger than a, than a human mouth. But it seems giant, just because their heads are so impossibly tiny. Um, do you know what Janet Maslin of the New York Times had to say about this movie, apparently? I'm, I'm gonna guess nothing good. Well... I don't know what the full review is because I don't want to click on it, but the the little snippet that Google gives you when you Google this movie is Brooklyn Dinosaurs via video game. Human cast surprisingly unscathed. <laughs> and that's I, it. I mean, it's got good people in it. Everyone yeah, loves got, B- Bob Hoskins. Bob Hoskins. John Leguizamo. Dennis Hopper. Yes. Samantha Mathis, who was in other things, such as the 1994 version of Little Women, 2004's The Punisher, 2000's American Psycho, and your favorite, 2012's Atlas Shrugged Part 2. 
Yeah. Uh, Fisher Stevens is also in it. Fisher Stevens, famous for being <laughs> racist in Short Circuit 2. <laughs> I mean, he's famous for other reasons, but yes. Name something he's more famous for than wearing brown face in Short Circuit 2. I mean, I was going to say um, he's that one character in Lost. He was in... Yeah, that bit part in uh, Lost uh, is definitely... Okay, all right. Yes, his biggest role is probably doing Short Circuit too. He also, um, if, if, if I read this correctly, executive produced uh, Lion... <clears throat> sorry, Tiger King. <clears throat> Wait, really? Yeah. Yeah, he produced, he, he produced Tiger King. So he's really gotten behind the camera. Is he still in brownface? There's no way of knowing. Well, what he learned was that if you go behind the camera, nobody knows or cares. Um, And you can just do whatever if you're a producer. Uh, Nobody knows or cares. Also, um, in one of the strangest uh, (laughs) casting choices, um, do you know Mojo Nixon? Rockabilly Um, musician Mojo Nixon? Psychabilly is what this says. Psychabilly. Well, rock. Yeah, okay. Psychabilly, rockabilly cow punk <laughs> whatever you want to call it yeah i have no idea he is mentioned in a dead milkman song yes he's um mentioned in a beck song a wesley willis song a gargar song i don't know gargar uh would you like to know where he got his degrees um i'd love to know where he, he got he his got degrees. a degree in political science and history from miami university in ohio <laughs> so that sounds about right. That tracks. Um, what, he was what, supposed to... It looks like he was supposed to release a documentary about his life um, that was supposed to be released in 2014, and then there's a note saying it was scheduled to have its world premiere at the 2020 South by Southwest Festival, which I believe got canceled. Whatever happened? That. I don't know. I don't know what they've done. Well, he's also a big supporter of file sharing. Oh, cool. Well, you know. And natural enemy of Metallica. Anyway, he plays Toad for some reason. Yeah. It's narrated by uh, Dan Castellaneta, who um, is the voice of Homer Simpson. And like a bunch of other people in The Simpsons, right? Don't they? They just basically reuse everybody. They do. But most famously, Homer Simpson... Um, he has been in just almost everything. He's a mean teacher in um, the Fantastic Four movie that was uh, well, the all of them one? are bad, but like the new really bad. Oh, one. the new, the new one, the new bad one. Um, he so, was in. Uh, <laughs> that's right. He's in Space Jam as male fan, like a, a male fan, not a fan of the male. Okay. Um, and so, he voiced Genie in all of the Aladdin spinoffs because Robin Williams did not want to. Right, obviously. He is the narrator. Um, what is the, would you say it's the plot? Or like, can you give me like a quick synopsis of Super Mario Brothers, the movie? Okay, um, let me give you, the movie's a mess. The movie doesn't make sense. Um, it's It takes place in an alternate reality where... Um, dinosaurs survived the 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 meteorite and it split the, the, there's there's uh basically a race of p- 
people that evolved from dinosaurs. Okay. That seems normal. And this takes place um, in a different Earth. So, Mario and Luigi go into... A toilet. This, yes, into this kind of alternate reality Earth. Um, it's... It's not good. It's not. It's not really coherent. Uh, I, I think it falls apart. Dennis Hopper is Bowser, but he's King Koopa, and he wants to. They have a way to revert people from dinosaur from human form back into dinosaurs. It's not uh, the go- the only thing that I think I really remember of this. Oh my god. Yeah, the more you look into I'm, it, it's bad. I'm, yeah, the only thing I remember from this is uh, open the door, get on the floor, everybody walk the dinosaur. That's not from this, is it? I, is it not? Because I, I, in my head, they were the exact same. Maybe I'm, they used. Maybe I saw a version of that song that used clips from this movie. Yeah, I don't think that's what happened. All right, so this movie is crazy, just because um, the like history of how it got made turned. Nintendo off to making another movie until they made that Detective song was, Pikachu. That song is in there. George was, Clinton and George Clinton and the Goombas cover oh, "Walk the right. Dinosaur" okay. by so, Was so, Not so, Was. So, sorry, sorry, I did not realize. Wow, that that because George George Clinton is in the movie, right? Is he in the movie, or is again? Is it just am I thinking of a specific like music video they made? I think you're thinking of a very specific music video. If he is in the movie, he doesn't um, particularly stand out in the movie. That's yeah. It must be just a mu- music video then. The music video is like just like leaps and bounds better than the movie. Yeah, the movie's not great. I remember the like bomb bomb like walking across the ceiling. That yeah. They so used. so more than the plot of the movie because I I think it's it's just incomprehensible. The way it got made is kind of wild, just because it was made by, like, a very pretentious married couple that were uh, both directors. Okay. Everyone on set uh, hated them. They were going for, or were they the ones, they were trying to do, like, a Max Hedgeroom thing? Well, so they are the co-creators of... Max Headroom. Yeah. So they basically got hired because they wanted to make a, a Mario Max Headroom. And this project like bounced back and forth between several different groups of people. I think um the writing credits come from like three different versions of the script that got made. Um Nintendo said no to a whole bunch of versions of it. I can't imagine why. It's it's what's what's honestly more impressive is the fact that they eventually said yes, I guess, to this one. Well, yeah i i think I think they thought it was going to be cool, and that didn't work. Um, they were definitely trying for like uh, a, a a Batman, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Those were popular at the time. Um, so. G- Screenwriter Jim Jen Jen Wayne mm-hmm. said, 
that they, their take on the story was to subvert fairy tale cliches and satirize them. Quote, essentially what we did was what Shrek did. <laughs> and <laughs> uh, it also says that they wanted Tom Waits to play Toad, but then settled for Mojo Nixon as a quote third rate Tom Tom Waits. That's for half really price. F- oh man, that's so fucking funny. Um, everyone um, on that set, movie would have been weird if Tom well, Waits was like okay. It. So the version they wanted to make of this was way worse. I don't really get why Nintendo said yes. I think that there was a disconnect, and then it turned out so poorly that um, they tried to walk it back because clearly, like the directors were trying to make a like very cool, subversive Mario Brothers, and then the studio heads actually saw it. And decided to walk that back, so they did reshoots, and I think they were, like, rewriting dialogue every day. You can find, like, uh, I think it's John Leguizamo telling stories about him and Bob Hodgkins just, like, getting drunk on set. And just getting delivered, like, pages of dialogue right before they filmed the scene. Yeah, there's a quote here that says, Leguizamo said, The directors kept trying to insert new material. They saw, they shot scenes with strippers and with other sexually explicit content, which all got edited out anyway. Yeah, they tried to make it like super dark, like like a Lynchian take on, on Super or, Mario Bros. Or um, like a Christopher Nolan Super Mario Brothers. Yeah, and it did not work. But here's instead they had to reshot reshoot a bunch of family friendly things. Yoshi's in it, but he's like not a friendly character. He's just a little dinosaur. Um, it kind of completely loses the plot and any relation to the video game until a babam shows up just out of nowhere. That's why you remember that because everything else in the movie is just like nonsense until the babam shows back up. Yeah. Apparently, the Yoshi puppet they made was so impressive that the producers from Jurassic Park briefly considered hiring the engineers for a second Jurassic Park creatures shop. Okay, here's the several things I want to pitch. Just real quick. Then we should talk about Resident Evil. Because I'm curious about that. Mario's... Everyone knows Mario's bad. Everyone knows Mario's bad. But is it? I maybe I think I think this vision I think the world that they built could work now oh I feel if they remade this now I mean the the state of brands not remade it Super Mario Bros 2 okay sure whatever except this time like Mario's dead Luigi is 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 married to Daisy but they've never been able to have kids and they've never wanted to get tested so they they're, they're raising um mario's toad ki- uh, orphaned kids okay and mario has a son named mario jr but he also has a son that he named in tribute to his brother luigi but now that he's dead luigi is raising mario jr and luigi mario jr i f- i feel like there are existing characters baby mario and baby luigi that you could go to if you wanted to you could, but that's the thing. We don't want to keep it too close. You want to expand the universe, you say. I want to expand the universe. I want, and I'm still trying to work out what I want this plot to be, but I feel like it's, um, let's just call it, I don't know if they ever actually name um, the city that, that this 
takes uh, place in. Dino Hatton is is what I saw. Dino Hatton. Yeah. Let's say after the um, defeat of of King Koopa, it was renamed New Donk City because <laughs> okay. New yeah, Donk yeah. City's too good <clears throat> to exist not in a film. And let's say little little orphan boy brothers Mario and Luigi Jr. are walking down the street one day when they're approached by a strange man. And that strange man is an elderly Waluigi, this time played by Tom Waits. And he has to... Him, him... <laughs> Him and Wario um, tell who who plays Wario that's in this the, vision in this okay. vision of yours. In, so who's uh, probably the worst option to play Wario? I, I, my first, I wanted to say John Goodman. Mm-hmm. John Goodman's good. I want <clears throat> someone who's really, really like old, but very strong. Old, short, and strong. I'm going to Google old, short, and strong actors, and we're going to see what we get. <laughs> Who do you think is... So, basically, I don't have the, the the framework for this, but I think Luigi is possessed by a poltergeist that haunts his house. That way we kind of do da- Luigi's haunted uh, mansion. Danny DeVito. Okay, not strong enough. Elijah Wood. Not old enough. Al Pacino... Al Pacino's Wario could be really good. Al Pacino's Wario could be very good. <laughs> um, and come on, you would kill to see Al Pacino and uh, Tom Waits together on the big screen again. Um, <laughs> After all this time, reunited. Kevin Hart. Okay. You're I, right. This is sorry, your sorry. Abandon this idea. Martin Scorsese. <laughs> He's not strong. Joe Pesci. Not strong <clears throat> enough. Anyway, it's basically the Mario Juniors have to team up with uh, Wario and Waluigi. There's something there. Sure. We'll re- we can revisit it. This will be yeah. a, 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 a plot line I try to work in progress. This is the, the end goal of this class is to write our own script for Super Mario Brothers 2. New Donk City. New Donk City. Um, All right, we what if we just, do the what we if could we do, do the 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 Resident Evil thing where it's just Super <clears throat> Mario Bros. New Donk City, no two. We could do the thing that Nintendo did mm-hmm. in America, which is just take a pre-existing movie and like palette swap everything. You're right, and change it, and then that and then just release that as Super Mario Brothers two. Okay, what if we do? Um, and then it's revealed at the end that it was a dream. Okay, great idea. What we do is um, Good Time, the movie from the Safdie brothers, starring (laughs) Mario and Luigi. Robert Pattinson plays Mario, and the Safdie brother plays Luigi. Okay, yeah. And they have to rob Koopa's kingdom for all the mushrooms or or coins. They have coins. They could do that. And then instead of getting, like, um, uh, like, paint on them from the stolen money, they can, like accidentally sit on a mushroom that makes them both way too big for everything 
Okay. Yeah. Sure. Like, what if, what if, what if consuming a mushroom, mushroom, and becoming that like supersized version of Mario and Luigi is actually like awkward and painful for them? Um, you would think it have to be, right? Yeah, it seems weird that you could just grow to twice your size and it's fine. It certainly is not good for your bones or your organs or your heart or any part of you, really. I don't think any part of you would be cool with just suddenly becoming twice as big. And then shrinking back down. <clears throat> yes. All right, I'll work on that. Let's, um, let's talk about Resident Evil. All right, so to get into the mindset of Resident Evil, the movie, I do have to show you um, a brief, brief clip uh, okay, so you're showing well, it, me because this is audio only. Um, yes, I'm seeing a screen that says <clears throat> Resident Evil Two: colon, Live action trailer, 1998. George, George A. Romero. A. Romero, famous the uh, zombie guy. The yes, Night of the Living Dead and uh, Dawn of the Dead. I think at this time, uh, when did Dawn of the Dead come out? That was 78. Yeah, so. George Romero. And this movie came out in 1998. So yeah, about about 20 years it'd been around. No, this is this is the trailer for the second Resident Evil game. Oh, the game. Okay. Yeah, the the movies did not come out until the 2000s. So we're going to start but we're going to open up with this. Okay. All right. Just the game. So I see a white screen that says Capcom. All right, Ratcoon Police Department? Yes. Burning cars, guy watching the zombies below from a window. He's got bullets. He's a Loading kid. Loading a gun. There's a zombie slowly approaching. He's running down a hall. Everyone in jail is a zombie. He's aiming at the window, and it's a pretty lady. lady. That he hands a shotgun to. And then, and then they're back-to-back Biohazard 2. Wait, what's Biohazard 2? So, Resident Evil in Japan is called Biohazard. That seems like a better name. Um, it makes a lot more sense. It makes right? a lot more sense. Because it's literally a virus that is um, infecting people and turning them into zombies. So hey, biohazard, same, same right now. Yeah, so Biohazard is definitely a more um, sensible uh, thing. But for some reason, and I do not know uh, offhand why they did it. But they decided to change it in America to Resident Evil because the first game takes place in a... Um, oh, because Biohazard would be impossible to trademark in the U.S. Okay, that makes um, sense. Because there was another game called Biohazard, Biohazard ba- Battle, and there was okay. a New York metal band called Biohazard. And so, did they have their own video game? <clears throat> no, so they settled on I the I would name have liked to play that. Resident Evil because it takes place in a mansion. And... Explain to me how that those two things are connected. What Resident that Evil? It's mansion? called Resident Evil because they it takes place in a mansion. Resident is in like the evil resides in the mansion. Okay, that could just be any building that people live in, though, right? Yes. Like if um, it were called Evil Mansion, <clears throat> sure. But it's just called Resident Evil. Like, sure, it could be a small house. It could be a yurt. It could be an apartment building. Um, so the Resident Evil in Apartment Two, 
Wait, what's that? The don't trust don't, the don't resident the, evil. Resident <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we got there. Um, and so in honor of the original George A. Romero trailer, um, I don't oh, actually Oh, he directed that? This. Yeah, George A. Romero directed that trailer. Wow, he got bad. Uh, it was a 30 second trailer. Yeah, and it's it's not they, good. They kind of, well, well, hold on. Let me let me let me go to this, and then I'll explain why I wanted to show you these things. To, to okay, you. just send the guy who did like Dawn of the Dead. Yeah, which is a good movie. I'm t- I I I'm talking about the. Are you talking about the original or the one for 2004? The original. The original Dawn of the Dead is good. Do you like has, the one for 2004? Because it's by your favorite guy. It's directed by your favorite guy. Um, is it directed by uh, um, Paul? What's your favorite movie? My favorite movie? Yeah. Airplane? No. Come on. Your favorite movie. <laughs> My favorite movie? I don't know what the answer to this question is. Nick. Your favorite movie that's that's uh, three words long and the middle word is versus. Oh, Batman versus Superman. You're right. It is directed by Zack Snyder in his <laughs> directorial debut. That's you're correct. Zack Snyder, you're Martin Scorsese. Yes. Um, release the Snyder Cut. Uh, so, so in honor of because they remade um, Resident Evil Two last year, uh, mm-hmm. a game which I still have not played, um, they did another live action trailer. Um, so we're gonna put that on real quick. This one's a little bit longer. Okay, and, and again, is, I don't think I've seen it. So it's from it's, last year, Capcom. All right, it definitely it's blurry, looks better. But there is this George A. Romero directed to? No, this is not. I don't think so. Is this I, Zach I think he Snyder? was dead at the time. It would have been really funny if they got Zack Snyder. All right, uh, this so guy it's, a looks cop, a, it's a cop walking up to a police car. The lights are flashing. There's a laptop it, open in the police car. Pretty weird. The cops are just allowed to go on computers while they're in cars. There's, uh, there's a zombie in the back in the of the car. car. He's looking to his right. There's a whole bunch of zombies. He seems concerned, but not really. Cut to, there's a woman. She's got a flashlight. She's walking down a hallway. She, she looks like she's trying to turn the circuit breakers back on. But there, yep. Or she's looking under this thing for something, and that thing had a zombie underneath it. She kicks. She runs off. Uh, now there's more zombies. She's surrounded by zombies. She's surrounded by zombies. This is already a lot she, scarier. This is scarier. Uh, than the other one, I think so. I mean, they're both bad. Yeah, they're not good. The, these are both poorly made, and the wardrobe and hair on them are definitely non-existent. Okay, okay, but th- the look there is very good. This is hilarious. Mm-hmm. He looks like... like hold on, like go they back. Were, <laughs> they go were back. Like, go back. She looks... Yeah. He looks like he's never actually had an emotion, ever. <laughs> yeah, he looks like he was freshly you know what born he looks from like? the womb. He looks like fucking Christian... Um, the, 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 the Christian Glover... Crispin Glover. Oh, Crispin Glover. He does look like Crispin he looks Glover. Like, he's got that. Little, he's got a fucking almost middle. Okay, his it's not hair, a middle part. But no, his it's hair a side is also that's incredibly close fake. to a middle part. No, his fair, hair is so fake. Yeah, he looks. He, he he's got Crispin Glover vibes, which is not good. And, and then, she's she's got um, honestly Scarlet Witch mm-hmm. from the Avengers vibes, and she just looks mildly annoyed at the <laughs> at the zombies. But the moment, this moment here, right, where they were like, oh, uh, he like, shoots they're kind of scared. They're kind of scared. And then oh, yeah. 
they get serious. Then they get um, serious. And then Resident Evil 2, whatever. Um, so, yes. So, <laughs> Resident Evil. Um, let me turn off my screen share at this point. It's no longer necessary. And turn my camera back on. Hello, I'm mm-hmm. come back. Okay. Um, Resident Evil. A much beloved franchise. Uh, defined the PS1 era horror game basically invented the concept of um survival horror or at least like massively popularized it um i have not played any resident evil games except for four which was on the gamecube um i have never played a resident evil game because when i was a kid and my dad like bought a, a, a Nintendo Entertainment System from my cousin. Um, I hung out at my cousin's place for a little bit. And I watched him play um, Resident Evil for the PlayStation 1. And it was so scary. It was, I think, just the beginning of Resident Evil 1. It could have been Resident Evil 2. Wait, where are they in Resident Evil 2? If they're in a mansion in the first one. They're, they're, it's mostly set in Raccoon City. Okay, but like, okay. Resident Resident Evil One is set in a mansion in the outskirts of Raccoon City. Mm-hmm. Resident Evil Two takes place it like in Raccoon City, primarily at the police department, is my understanding. Okay. Um, three also takes place in Raccoon City, and then mm-hmm. four takes place in like Spain. Now, quick question: Does Animal Five Crossing take- also take place in Raccoon City? No, but you are uh, forever chased by um, somebody, but instead of trying to kill you, he's just trying to get you to pay your debts. Um, so. I was terrified of this game, and I never played it, because the zombies would pop up. I don't like how the game has the fixed cameras. Yeah, the fixed cameras, they use it very well. The new one, the remake, got rid of that, and they've mm-hmm. actually... Um, I kind of wish that I had played the original Resident Evil 2 uh, so that when I go through and start playing Resident Evil 2 Remake, which I'm going to do probably maybe later tonight, um, I would have that comparison because they've supposedly done a pretty good job of it, at least in Resident Evil 2, of like taking the jump scares, the mo- the scary moments of the first game and adapting it for... like. In the first game, you had that fixed camera so that you could not see what was around a corner. This one, you do, you you have more control, um, and so they've had to like adapt some of those scares. Um, but the reason that I wanted to show you the trailer is because the Resident Evil franchise, after the success, quote unquote, of um the Mario movie. They like so in nineteen ninety three, when did they start actually producing this film? So the film did not come out until two thousand two, the mm-hmm. first film. Uh ninety seven is when they, they got the film rights for it and they were working on it. In ninety eight, George A. Romero directed that television commercial for uh technically Biohazard Two, and the the director of the game was a huge fan of Romero. Um but obviously i mean that he's the yes. king of the zombies right <clears throat> so that commercial uh so impressed sony that they asked him to write and direct a movie i'm sorry that commercial yes 
Sony, I see why Sony is not um, doing great. Um, so, Sony saw that commercial, just the first commercial, and was like, hey, we need to build a multi-movie franchise out of this. Yeah, I I don't know what more you want. It was good, Nick. It looked fine. Um, okay, it no, was it 90s. was didn't, and it looked bad. <laughs> it was the 90s. They good things happened in the nineties. Name one good thing that happened in ninety eight. What was the what's the top grossing movie in ninety eight? Okay, nineteen ninety eight. Um, what are you gonna guess? Top um, movie Independence Day? Was that ninety eight? Uh, Saving Private Ryan. Oh fuck. Top movie in ninety eight was actually Titanic. Titanic? Yeah, fuck <laughs> Popular movie, Saving Private Ryan, The Truman Show, The Big Lebowski. <clears throat> Um, A Bug's Life, everyone's favorite, Thin Red Line, Armageddon, Rushmore, Deep Impact, the first Blade movie? Uh, okay, Titanic came out in 97, I think, but it still was somehow the top grossing movie in 98. Yeah, that, because... that was probably in theaters forever. Yeah. Um, yeah, Armageddon was the big one. Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, Pleasantville, Dark City, American History X, uh, Dark Wild City's Things good. with that one scene in the pool, Babe, Pig in the City, Adam Sandler's Waterboy, the first Rush Hour movie. Okay, uh, what a point is. Your favorite Ants, Mulan, The Mask of Zorro, Patch Adams, um, the bad uh, Godzilla movie. You, 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 no, that was a good Godzilla movie. Um, it's not as good as the 2014 Godzilla uh, or Shin Godzilla, which is really good. Um, it had it had a certain flair to it. You know, you know what? It I think that Godzilla sucked. movie is not good. Um, either of them, actually. But the Matthew Broderick one. However, I think it's um, infinitely better than that Resident Evil. What? Okay, so any, anyway. any random 30 seconds from the 1998 Godzilla movie is better than what you just showed me as the Biohazard 2 trailer. Um, you can pick any 30 seconds, any 30 seconds, from the title scene to the credits roll. Make it so it's actually a scene for the movie, not just, like, you know, graphics. You can't just gonna, you can't gonna, just download gonna, the fucking video file and then just cut to, like, the very end of the... the cut to yeah, the, don't the, the credits. No, the actual content of the movie, you find any 30 seconds in that. And I bet I will uh, genuinely probably, say Probably the scene where they're being chased by all the baby Godzillas in... Madison Square Garden, um, specifically the one where that you could, like crash the chandelier. That's not very good. Anyway, point is, they asked him to do this movie. He had his secretary play through the game and record the gameplay so he could study it. And he had written up a version of this that included basically all the characters from the games. Um, and the he had five or six drafts that. They were all rejected because the movie would have gotten an NC-17 rating. Oh, what was what the fuck was he trying to do with that? Um, it, there was like a romantic subplot, but I think it was just gore. I think it was primarily gore related. Yeah, um, there's not a whole lot of information that I could find on exactly what happened. Um, they had another guy. I'm listening to you. I'm just um, rewatching the Biohazard 2 trailer by George Romero and trying to find the part that's not bad. <laughs> Good. Um, so they, they had this guy, uh, Alan B. McElroy, is the, 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 the oft-famous uh, fourth McElroy brother. Um, Good joke. He wrote Halloween 4, The Return of Michael Myers. 
Okay. Everyone's um, favorite. He also wrote The Marine, starring John Cena. Okay. Uh, he wrote he wrote the Tekken movie, which is really bad. Uh, Wrong Turn, which is a slasher film that I've never watched. Um, it looks like I'm trying to find like did this guy do anything? He did some episodes of Todd McFarlane's Spawn, and hey, he did Paul, write the movie Spawn. Okay. I actually can't speak to that. I, I was thinking I wanted to rewatch that recently. Oh, he uh, he did write a little thing called Ballistics X versus Sever, which is another like I've heard of that famously bad movie. Like uh, probably one of the worst movies I've heard of all time. I, uh, we should, we may have to watch that for class. Hey, I just wanted to real quick send you something that I think is comparable to, um, the George A. Romero thing that you showed me. Um, I don't know how to (laughs) share my screen exactly. I'm watching. But but the, (laughs) I would say the Nerf Expandablast ad from 1998 is, um, better (laughs) Than the George A. Romero, and I don't think you can disagree. Uh, it's, it's, it's too blurry; I can't tell. Um, <laughs> um. Anyway, so so they they went through this whole thing with pre-production, like late '90s. They never really got around to doing anything. Um, they tried to bring the guy who directed Urban Legend uh, in. With a just, different script, that one got just canceled. real quick. Going to send you another commercial from 1998, <laughs> and you can't tell me that this is not as good I'm not or watching better. The, I'm not watching the Matthew Lesko commercial. Matthew Lesko's commercial from 1998 is just as good, if not better, than George A. Romero's. It has a similar energy. Fine, um, you can see everything you want from this. Um, YouTube thumbnail uh, <laughs> from 1998 PlayStation commercial of some guy and Laura and a, and a very pixelated, very pixelated Laura, Laura Croft. Croft. Oh boy! And he is just like clearly um, objectifying her. Sorry, I love that he's getting harassed by Crash Bandicoot in this. Um, that was a real problem in 1998. Yeah, I hated to just like go to the movie theater to watch Armageddon, the top grossing film of 1998, and then uh, Crash Bandicoot just comes in with a flashlight and starts harassing me and my the girlfriend, cl- Laura Croft. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the point is, is the Resident Evil, uh, as with, I feel like, a lot of movies that are considered not good, um, had a lot of problems in pre-production they eventually brought in paul ws anderson was one of the problems they had in pre-production that they based it off um a bad 30 second commercial. they did not base it off the commercial the, the 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 actual movie has actually nothing to do with the plot of resident evil 2 uh we're gonna get into that so they brought in paul ws anderson who directed he's the punch drunk the, love guy no that's uh paul Paul Thomas Anderson, different the other the other Paul Anderson. It feels like one person is is <laughs> benefiting from that naming similarity. Yeah, 
Um, no, Paul W.S. Anderson did Mortal Kombat, which is the reason that they brought him in, is because Mortal Kombat actually did pretty well um, on a low budget. Uh, he also did Event Horizon, which is a great movie. Um, it people it sucked at the time. It was one of those where it was a a disappointment and like critically kind of nobody liked it. Um, but then ten years later, people were like, actually, this movie kind of rules. Um, Event Horizons. A good movie. It's good. I like Event Horizon. I feel like if if they committed a little bit harder, which I know the whole thing was that they wanted them to cut the whole like, oh, this takes place in the same universe as Hellraiser. Like this is some kind of like alternate reality that they found portals to that is actually hell. Um, but I feel some of, like some of that stuff is still there. But some yeah, of it's there, and it makes if you know that before you watch it, it makes it better. But I think it doesn't hold up as well on its own without that knowledge. It's still fine, but I do yeah. think they could definitely remake that now and it'd be better. Um, also, Mortal Kombat from 1995 did do well. Also, a very bad movie. Yes, but, but it did well. That's, and that's the thing. So they brought him in. Um, first off, a fun fact. This, and this came up in uh, the Twitter DM that... We're in, which is that um, Mila Jovovich, who is the uh, like star of the Resident Evil franchise, uh, is now married to Paul W. S. Anderson as of 2009. Oh wow! So uh, somebody made the joke that I believe it was Travis, um, who is on the podcast um, Big Dumb Ten. If you want to go check it out. Along our friends on the Big Dumb Ten, uh, made the joke that he is the ultimate wife guy um, for huh. making these movies uh, with his eventual wife, and which she just like kicks ass. Um, hey, real quick though, um, we just glossed over Mortal Kombat, and I'd like yeah, to yeah. Do you want to go back? Just real quick, I want to go to the a second the second official mascot of theme um, score uh, lizards CGI lizard form in that movie. Oh, that looks really good. Reptile turns in... Sorry, Reptile. That's right. Duh. Reptile turns into his reptile form, and um, it's some very fine mid-90s uh, Do you know who voiced... The person who voiced Reptile's uh, lizard form is the same person who voiced um, Yoshi. Frank Welker. Frank Welker. Also the voice of... Um, one of the Transformers, like all he, he I mean, you name just a voice everything. If it yeah. was the eighties, he was doing it. He's Scooby yes. Doo. He's Freddy. Yeah, he's everybody. Um, Paul W. S. Anderson also did a movie called Shopping, which there's like literally no info about what the plot of this movie is, um, other than it's about teens who indulge in joyriding and ram raiding but it was jude law's uh first film oh wow he had to start at some point so so you know that's kind so that's of that's all the backstory going into resident evil it's kind of neat that um so the first resident evil came out in 2002 Right, yes. and then Mila Jovovich and 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 Paul W. S. Anderson got married 
2009. And they made, I mean, effectively, what, four Resident Evil movies in that time? Um, There are six total. Well, Afterlife, which is the fourth one, came out in 2010. So yeah, so they got married during probably during the the filming of the fourth one. That's beautiful. That's like their babies, and uh, you I don't know, know if they have kids. That's just that's just romance right there. Um. So the 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 idea behind Resident Evil is um <sighs> the Umbrella Corporation is a multi national global corporation that has that makes most of its money basically in the military and also healthcare. Umbrella Corporation is also just like a term, right? Um there's uh, umbrella company is mm-hmm. like like some you The umbrella company, that's right. Like it's more of a parent company is probably the term you more likely see. Um it is also the name of the corporation from the games. Um, that is basically like that in the existence of the T virus and zombies is where the differences basically stop. Um, oh, I guess it's, I guess it is in a mansion. So the plot of this is that somebody has stolen uh, the virus, a the T virus from the hive is what it's called. It is a secret lab underneath Raccoon City. Is um, this in the game? No, this is all okay. movie stuff. I actually don't know the plot of the first game. Um, so they steal the T-Virus and they, they let it loose. And the AI that runs the hive shuts it down and kills everybody inside to prevent the virus from escaping. Portal. The movie opens up. Mila Jovovich wakes up in the bathroom naked. Um she is trying to figure out what's happened. She does not have any memory. Um, and like a SWAT team bust in and they are, they have been sent from the umbrella corporation basically, uh, shut down the hive because the company sees that the AI has gone rogue basically. And they're like, all right, we got to shut this down and try to salvage whatever was going on down there. They go in, they there's a cool scene where they finally get to the Red Queen, which is the name of the AI, um, which projects itself as like a young girl. Um and there's a scene in a hallway where a bunch of people get cut into pieces with lasers. That was very, very cool. That's cool. I've seen that. I've seen that scene. Yeah, there's a guy who gets like does a they cool get sliced move and diced. Yeah, he does a cool move where he jumps up and grabs like the lights in the ceiling and like uh, lifts himself up so that he's parallel with the ceiling to avoid the laser. And then uh, the computer learns and just like forms a grid that slices him, dices him. Um, and of course, shutting they shut down the computer with an EMP. Uh, all the zombies get released, and then they have to try to get out. And it's revealed that like the the plot here is that. Uh, Mila Jovovich's character Alice was working with somebody in the lab to basically uh, be a whistleblower on the Umbrella Corporation and her fake husband who is also she's part of security her husband, her fake husband is also part of security um, 
is trying to steal it and sell it to the highest bidder. Um, they both lost their memory of it, which they re- they get back at some point in the movie. Um, and then they just they're trying to escape. Um, Michelle Rodriguez is in it. Um, beyond that, it's not a great movie. It's fun. There's a, a great moment where um, Mila Jovovich like runs up a wall and then kicks a zombie dog in the face. Um, that was kind of a, a cool moment. <laughs> okay. So what, um, I, I still don't get what connects Resident Evil, the, the, the film franchise, to the, to to the, the games, other than the name and the fact <clears throat> that there are zombies. That's it. That's basically it. Now, the, the Resident Evil Apocalypse. The second movie. The second movie does have Jill Valentine and Carlos Oliveira, I believe is his last name. And who these is our characters from from the, the games. video game? Yes, at this point they have introduced. Um, and the only the only other real tie-in that you get beyond just the concept of the Umbrella Corporation, the T virus, zombies, and there is a moment at the end of the first movie where they go, "I want him in the Nemesis program." Okay, um, what's the Nemesis program? So Nemesis is a character that they introduce in Resident Evil 3 uh, not a character, it's a creature in Resident Evil 3 that basically shows up and uh, is unkillable and just and like relentlessly pursues you and the only thing you can do is slow it down um, and all this kind of comes out of the fact that Resident Evil which came out, the movie which came out in 2002 came after the first two games I think and they were getting ready to release resident evil three or it had just come out mm-hmm. um and that is part of uh resident evil three came out in 99 um so because of that that was part of why everything got pushed back so much was because they had already done like two games and they felt like the concept was outdated um but nemesis isn't actually introduced until the second movie resident evil apocalypse which kind of somewhat follows the plot of Resident Evil 2 to some degrees in the sense that like they're trying to get out of Raccoon City and that's okay. about it and there's the nemesis is introduced which is like I said not until Resident Evil 3 mm-hmm. um, it's more of I guess it's I think if I what I know about the plot of these video games Resident Evil Apocalypse is more to do with Resident Evil 3 well, did you... Hey, does the name Ardith Bay mean anything to you? Yes, I was going to bring that up. He was... Uh, the guy who plays Carlos Oliveira is uh, also the head of the Majat or something like that in The Mummy. Or Just like the, the tie protectors the past of... To the past, well, the, the previous episode together. Yes, it was very weird seeing him um, and not being able to place it because he is bald and like are like but very very short buzz cut and shaved. Um, So is the Resident Evil movie any good? uh, The first one, they're fun. Is and the reason that I I'm gonna watch the rest of them. I don't think I'm gonna talk about them on this podcast because I feel like that would be very boring. Um. But the reason that I wanted to watch those movies is because apparently by the fourth or fifth one, 
it opens up with like just a city of clones of Mila Jovovich living together. Maybe. Hey, I got an idea. What if we just do this? What if we just? What if we just spend the next month? Just getting to learn, like getting to know, learning every single thing we can about the Resident Evil franchise. Like the ins and outs of the game or the movie? Both. What if this just becomes... Oh my god. For a the Resident next, Evil podcast? For the next two months, this becomes a Resident Evil podcast. Um, I'd On Saturdays, probably, we can stream through playing the Resident Evil games. Um, I would probably enjoy that, but also be driven mad by it. I feel like most of the people listening would also be in the same boat. I don't know. People listening, if um, you want us to just really get into Resident Evil, I'm open to it. Um, we could I do, call it Res Adempt. Uh, uh, Evil. It's like Resident Evil, but with an M instead of an N, so it's, it's like Resident <laughs> Evil. I was gonna say it's Resident Evil. It's mm. like Resident Evil, but with a Think instead of a Dent. So it's Resident Evil. You know that's not bad. I feel like this is really this idea is taking shape here. Um, but the the second movie is not great. Um. But they're kind of fun, is what I would say. So, like, that's cool. And then, like, they somehow made four more of them. So, I have no idea. Um, so, the the one that is just an entire city of Miljovic. One sounds like heaven, if you're her. Two, what, where I, does it go from that? Where, where, I, where can you go I, from there? I, I have no idea. I, I think it's I think it's how the movie opens, and I think it they, it gets destroyed I, or like zombies overrun it or something. I don't I don't. This was like a thing that I read in passing that like I just filed in the back of my brain of like I should watch that film series. Um, what if they just made it so it was like a like a sitcom, like it was Friends, well, but so everyone's Mila Jovovich. So the thing that's interesting is that, and, and I guess this. That? No, the the thing that's interesting is like so Resident Evil One, like Mila Jovovich is like obviously like a strong, uh, not well written, but like strong physically strong female actor. Mm-hmm. Um, like she's the hero of that film. Obviously, um, Resident Evil Two opens up with her like waking up in a hospital and escaping and going out into Raccoon City, um, and eventually in the throughout the plot of Sorry, not Resident Evil 2, Resident Evil Apocalypse. And the plot of Resident Evil Apocalypse is revealed that she also has been infected with the T-Virus, which was created uh-huh. by a doctor who is introduced in Resident Evil Apocalypse to combat the degenerative, like neurodegenerative disease that he has that is hereditary um, and has he's passed along to his daughter. Okay. So he is in a wheelchair. She is not because he has created the T virus, which basically acts as a cancer. Like the 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 way they describe it is that it, it causes rapid regeneration of the cells, and that's why when you die, you reanimate is because it is like keeping the electrical charge in your brain alive. Or there's some pseudoscience stuff there that they try to be like here's here's how it works. Um, but he created this virus to like cure his daughter 
So mm-hmm. she is infected with the T virus. And so she's also constantly taking antivirus so that she does not become a zombie. Um, Alice has been infected with the T virus, but it has bonded to her. So she is not going to become a zombie, or at least not yet. That's where I'm at. But she is also super strong. Like there's a couple times where she like just does like a standing jump over a big fence. Um, that's pretty cool. That's a good move. And then the guy from the end of the first film that they were like, I want him in the Nemesis program is comes back as Nemesis. You don't recognize him because he's a big, ugly monster that carries around a rocket launcher. But oh, he's a monster that also carries a rocket launcher. Yes. They're given, huh? That's a pretty fun thing. That's like the end of uh, Gremlins when the Gremlin gets a gun. And suddenly and it's not like, oh, it's just a gremlin now. It's like, oh, it's a it's a monster with a gun. Gremlins is good. Gremlins 2 better than Gremlins. That's true. Um, Decidedly so. Well, that's, um, that's a couple video game movies. I think uh, as we go further along this route, they can only get better. Um, yeah, uh, Alone in the Dark, which actually inspired, um, Resident Evil. Really? Yeah, apparently, uh, Shinji Mikami, who is the, like, director of Resident Evil, uh, said that Alone in the Dark influenced him to adopt the, uh, fixed view camera system. Huh. Hey, um. And there are two movies based on Alone in the Dark. Well, I, I'm just getting a text from our teacher right now who's saying, we have to cover Doom? Oh, with uh, Dwayne the Rock Doom Johnson. Yeah, he says we need to, we need to, he says, must talk Carl- about last 15 minutes. Oh, the, yeah, the ending of that movie, if, from what I remember, is buck wild. Would um, prefer if cover entire movie, so it looks like we have okay. to do that coming up. Is is Carl Urban also in that film? If I remember correctly, I believe remember, he is the I believe he's the main character. I believe he's, he's the Doom. protagonist. Yeah, <laughs> he's he's Doctor Doom. He's Sorry, Mister Mister Doom. Are you making a joke? Doctor Doom is the guy from Fantastic Four, but Carl Urban is in that movie as the Doom guy. Yes, I, he's and um, wow, I'm saying this right. He is John Reaper Grimm. That's right. Full name John have... Jonathan Grimm. Nickname Reaper. Yes, they have they have call names that they use. Because uh, uh, yes, one of the guys, Dwayne is... Johnson's, is Sarge. Yes. Um, one of the guys I believe is named after. Um, isn't there's there's a. Uh, I'm just port- gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go through. Read the, them. Read them. Because there's a portly guy that I believe is named after what they call the, like the pig demons. The um yes yes I can see him right here. Um this is the entire squad. We have Reaper, Sarge, Goat, Duke, the Kid. Actually, let me say their first and last names. I feel like that's more. Fun. Yeah, I want their names, not just John them. Reaper Grim, Asher Sarge Mahonen, Rourke Destroyer Gannon. Eric Goat Phantom, Gregory Duke Schofield, Mark the Kid Dentalian, Marcus Pinky 
Pinzerowski. Pinky, yeah. Pinky's also uh, presumably Polish. And uh, Katsuhiko Kumanosuke Mac Takahashi. I'm sorry. What? That's an, um, that's one of the characters. They call him Mac for short. Yeah, of course they do. Katsuhiko um, Kumanosuke. Yeah, that's Takahashi. exactly what I said and how I said it. And also featuring Doug Jones as Carmack Imp Sewer Imp. Man, Doug Jones is just in everything. Oh, yeah, Carmack Imp is... Because uh, there's a Dr. Carmack, I think, if I remember correctly, in this movie. Hey, don't spoil um, the movie for me there, bud. All right, well. It's literally like the second line of the plot synopsis is following a distress call sent by Dr. Carmack, mm-hmm. who's named after... John Car John Carmack? Who's John Carmack? He's a he's one of the id software guys that like worked on yeah, John Carmack and John Romero were like the two programmers for Doom. Oh. Okay. Uh also so, okay. I, I sorry, I was thinking Carmacks. Oh, Car Carfox. Show me the Carfox. No, Carmax. Uh, Not Carmack. Carfax. Oh, different. Like maximum okay. cars. Oh, okay. Like, uh, um, I can't remember. You Carmageddon. got it. Come on. Let's work Carma- through it. Carmageddon. Carmageddon. Um, yeah, I was looking at the list of, the long list of movies that, um, our teacher could have us look at. Um, Dead Trigger stuck out to me for grossing $92,000 worldwide and being based on a, uh, um, being produced by Haim Saban. Oh, yeah. Sorry. You know, I you know him and love just, him. Our professor just messaged me, and I accidentally just sent him um, my fan art drawing of Samic, which oh, is like Samic. Sonic. Sonic. Samic, which is like Sonic, but with an M instead of an N. So it's Sonic. You got to be um, careful because Sanic is, is uh, at this point, trademarked by the Sonic the Hedgehog movie, I think. Sanic, but also there's um, Samic. <clears throat> Who's like Sanic, uh, Sam, but with an like, M instead of an N. It's what if Sonic was Samus Aran? That's uh, keeping that one in the back pocket. But I did accidentally text him my drawing of Sonic, and he said we have to cover every um, video game movie adaptation now. Oh, God. there's Nick, there's so many. I am sorry. Nick, there, Nick there's an untitled Crossfire film. I don't know what that I, means. I, don't know. So, I just sent him another. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't think we can get out of this one. How about Just Dance, untitled Just Dance film? I guess we have to do it. Wait, untitled think- Mega... These, there, there are so many things that they're untitled that are in the plans. Like, they're going to do Monster Hunter later this year. Hey, buddy. Um, I'm just gonna, also, I'm, hold on. I'm just going to go on. ahead and say that we are not going to have to do the unreleased and untitled video games game movies. Maybe just mention those. I, I'm doing them right now. Monster Hunter is coming out later this year. Well, probably sometime next year, I assume. Who, who's, who's in that? That also has Mila Jovovich and uh, Tony Jaa and T.I. and games. Ron Perlman. And it's directed by Paul W.S. Anderson. Uh, okay. Monster Hunter is like one of my favorite uh, video game series. Uh, this movie is going to be incredibly bad because the plot of it is a UN military team falls into a portal to an alternate world where hunters fight giant monsters. So basically, 
the that plot sounds to, bad to you? Uh, it sounds like the plot to Super Mario Brothers a little bit. Yeah, and we just said in the top <clears throat> of this that it would probably be good now. That's true. Okay, you're right. The only um, problem that's keeping it from being made is we can't find the perfect old, short, strong actor. They're also making another Mortal Kombat movie. Um, for some reason. Why? Why? Oh, uh, they're making a Borderlands movie. They're apparently working on a Tomb Raider 2 with Alicia Vikander. Uh, I don't know anything about that film, the, the first one. I'd say um, a lot of these probably won't happen. Yeah, a lot of these look really bad. They're definitely going to do another Detective Pikachu, which we'll talk about on oh, another episode. They, they will. They for sure will. Um, we should watch the Jake Gyllenhaal Prince of Persia. We have to. I think we have to. Yeah. Okay. Silent Hill. I'm, I, I remember a little bit about that. I um, can't wait to watch the Max Payne movie starring Mark Wahlberg, which I did As- see in theaters on a date in high school. Oh, much like Max Payne, did you try to block out all those bad memories with pills? Um, I remember being very mad in the theater, and like I think I believe my girlfriend at the time wanted to make out, and I was like, "No, I'm angry right now. I need to hate watch this. I need to hate see the last third of this movie." Uh, did you because play those I games? I wasn't paying attention, and now I am paying attention. Yeah, I played those games. I like those games a lot. That's the same team that made Alan Wake, as we discussed in our streaming. Which we'll stream episode two of. You know, that kind of makes sense. I like that Alan Wake was a um, pill-addicted cop. And Max also, Payne? Yeah, Max Payne, sorry. Um, Max Payne was a pill-addicted cop. And I also liked that I was, like, um, a child when I played the games. So that scene where you walk through the door and you have to follow a trail of your, like, crying blood. child's yeah. blood yeah. and wife's blood blew my mind. Mm-hmm. And if you walked off of it, you died. Um, yeah, I died a lot. And, and, he, and he looked like he's constipated all the time. That's my favorite thing about um, Max Payne is that he's just got that, like, grimace on his face the entire time. Yeah, he's taking pills. He's probably actually constipated all the time. <laughs> That's true. Opioids do uh, constipate you. Yeah, um, Max Payne hasn't shit in years. Oh, my God. Just looking at looking at his face. His face um, is so good. It's very good. The guy who I cannot did, wait till we cover this just so I could put fucking Max Payne's face on yeah. the uh the, this the one's, episode cover. This one's very good. That one That's, Why the, did you the, just send me a screen cap of um Joker? <laughs> but then <laughs> that that's the classic. Yeah. Where he looks like he just stepped in something and smelling it for the first time. Um, you know who Max Payne looks like in this video game? Does he look like Sam Lake? Who's Sam Lake? S- Sam Sam Lake is the guy they based it off of. Who also oh. is like a writer for um, that company. No, he looks like Dane Cook. Oh, he does look like Dane Cook. Yeah. <laughs> he looks like early 2000s Dane Cook. Um, Nick, you should play Control so bad because I think that you would love the Is character. Is Dane Cook in it? No, but you would love the character of um, 
uh, Matthew Peretta, who played Alan Wake, um, who performs as Dr. Casper Darling in uh, Control, and is a fucking delight throughout the entire game. Just is wonderful to watch. I will play Control, but first... Uh, we gotta, um, I guess this is, you You want to end this episode? This is an introduction to the fact that now we are doomed to talk about every, um, video game, video game uh, adapted into a right movie and they can only get better from second. here. I'll be right back. I gotta, well, I gotta run real quick. Okay. This is a bit, I pause it. I guess I'll edit it. Yeah, what's up? I'm back. Hey, who is that? Is that Dane Cook? Mm-hmm. He looks kind of like, uh... I don't like looking at him. All right, I'm going to have to cut that part out anyway. So uh, let's just close the episode. Yeah. Sorry, I, I had to run to the restroom. <laughs> like, really bad. I made it, don't worry. Good. Um... I don't know where we were. Forever cursed to haunt the video game halls of movie Hollywood. And that's all we have to say about it this episode. Um, You got anything? This is when we should plug the stream that we're doing. We've been trying to stream every Saturday. Uh, I know that last time we said we were going to stream Alan Wake 2, but... Just assume that that episode already came out. Let's pretend like... um, (laughs) That came out. So let's just say last time we did, last week we did Alan, Alan Wake, Wake Chapter two. 2. Yes. This time we're going to do... Um, well, it depends. It's called showbiz, Paul. Pretend you can lie sometimes. I, But I don't know if we're going to do Chapter 3 or not. Well, we're going to play something different. We're going to do it every other week. We could do... Uh, we could play a Mansions of... What was that game? Moons of Madness? Moons of Madness. We play. We played the park. We did play the park. It was. We played the um, park. That was not. Uh, it's grown a, on me since we streamed it. Yeah. Have you thought about it? I thought about it, and I think it was good that um, the Baba Duke made you stab your child in the heart. And that is then, cool. And but then immediately after that, like hi, it just cuts to you looking confused in a police station and ends ambiguously. Yeah, of you being like, my kid's gone. Um, 
So, but yeah, we might do the other game from that company, which is the Moons of Madness. Um, or there's any number I've I own so many games on Steam that I would and love Paul, to just there are, load. Are, are so many Saturdays in front of us. There's at least. Yep, this like is ten great more ten more Saturdays. There are ten more Saturdays at least in front of us, and we can stream on all of them. So but join join tune us in tune in seven, this weekend seven ish Saturday at seven Eastern six p.m. Central, and we will be streaming the Moons of Madness part of um, what's the name of the the franchise. Secret World, the Secret World, a Secret. not not a sequel, but I guess a loosely connected uh, story. Yeah, much like uh, the, the Hellraiser uh, Event Horizon thing. It's in the same universe, allegedly. Allegedly, allegedly. allegedly. Um, this is the end of the episode. Anything else you want to plug, Paul? Um, no. I think I think. All I want to plug is, I mean, there. Once I have more information, there will probably be some more um, upstairs tracks that will be released. Uh, we released, may have mentioned already, but we released like a single and a B side a couple weeks ago um, for like band camps. We're not gonna take any money from stuff that people buy. Day, whatever they called it, band camp day. Um, so. I think we're going to just continue putting stuff out semi-regularly on Bandcamp until, like, the EP album release later this year. So keep keep an eye out for that stuff. Keep an eye out for that. Keep an eye out for... Um, well, keep an eye out for our, our, our Patreon. We still have a themed Patreon. That's true. We do. Sign up for that and just uh, you know keep us keep us keeping on. Just reach out to us. What games do you want us to stream? What topics do you want us to talk about? Go to themethepodcast.com. Shoot us an email. It's easy. Give if us you some have ideas. a favorite, if you have a favorite video game movie that you want to tell our professor to make us uh, watch <laughs> and talk about, well, it's on the list. We're gonna have to talk about it. So it's just like if you'd rather us talk about it sooner. Or talk about something about it specifically. Please just let us know. Reach out. Yeah. Like, if you subscribe, want, if, leave a review. If you want to come on the podcast, reach out. We, I won't guarantee it'll happen. Um, if you want to be on the podcast, leave us a one-star review in the iTunes store and say, Bad podcast, they don't have me on it. Just kidding. Don't do that. Leave a five-star say, say review if, and say, Good says, podcast would be better they, if I was on it. <laughs> Yeah, our good podcast. They had me on it. Um, is that is that bribery? Can that be considered bribery to be like? Um, it's what every single po- product does on Amazon now. That's true. Where they just send it to you and they're like, "Leave a five oh, star yeah. review and uh, you get another free one if you want it." Yeah, here's a coupon for next time. Speaking of next time, um, put, put hang put your put your thinking hat somewhere safe. You're we're gonna, we're gonna go hit it, it, buddy. We're gonna go hit it with a hammer. Don't think too hard without us. Bye. And save the last bullet for yourself. Ooh, fuck.
You didn't say bye. Bye. <laughs>